Welcome back, Adelaide United fans. Here we are, the pitch at home. It's Jared here. Thank you very much to RAA for, of course, being a fantastic partner of the Red Starfish Developments, Conway IT, Flemish University as well. This is very exciting today because we got three young guns who each have not only worn the Adelaide United shirt, they have been part of the green and gold as well, wearing the shirts for Australia, which we love. Uh, we have best and fairest winners here. We have a golden boot winner. And of course, we have a man who could be a male model as well. So let's talk about the man with the blonde hair and the goatee at the moment. Um, he played 43 games for Adelaide United and scored two goals. Jimmy Jagger. We got Dylan McGowan, 82 games. Oh, that's not many. Goals as well. And uh, a man who played 88 games for Adelaide United in two stints, 20 goals as well. Craig Goodwin, welcome to the pitch at home, boys. Hey, guys. How are we? Guys, thanks for having us. This is great to have you all. All right, let's do a quick around the world check to where you are because only one of you currently plays in Australia at the moment, but that's not the person who's in Australia at the moment. Uh, let's start with you, Jimmy. Where are you? I'm in Vienna. So in Austria, we've been obviously in lockdown for like five, six weeks now. Um, but just gone back to training. But yeah, the weather's getting nice, so it's not been too bad. It's not been too bad. Now, Dylan, you play for the team that we defeated in the A-League Grand Final, which we're actually going to be replaying uh, tomorrow night on the socials. You now play for the Wanderers, but you're not in Western Sydney at the moment. What's going on? Where are you? Uh, I'm in Scotland. Just uh, went back with the family. Um, obviously, with, with everything that's going on in the A-League and, and boys being stood down and stuff, it was just a, the best option for us at the moment. And um, just waiting it out over here with the with the lovely weather. And Goody, you took an offer that you couldn't refuse. Are you in your mansion, one of the seven houses you now own <laughs> on a yacht at the moment? Where are you, mate? <laughs> no, I'm in quarantine in Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, we were lucky to get a flight out of Saudi. Um, we were in 24-hour lockdown for about a month. Um, and, yeah, been in quarantine for 12 days and then going to get back over to Adelaide um, by Saturday, I think. So, yeah, can't wait for that. This is crazy. Uh, at the time of recording this, things are going okay in Australia at the moment when we speak of uh, coronavirus. Jimmy, what's it been like for you, mate? Because uh, yeah, you're starting training again slowly, but it's been a pretty strange time, not just for football, but around the world. Yeah, it's been, I mean, Austria locked down quite early. So I think they went down into lockdown probably about three, three weeks before Australia did. Um, and in comparison to the countries around us, we've been all right. So they've sort of just started lifting a little bit of the restrictions last week. So they've sort of opened a few more, like what you call non-essential shops um, and stuff like that. And they've obviously allowed us to go back to training, but it's still quite strict in terms of like masks are compulsory anywhere you are. Um, and obviously the social distancing still applies. So it has been, has been a, a bit of a crazy time. Um, but yeah, hopefully we're sort of starting to get back to normality a little bit, but we'll just have to see how it goes. Dylan, you've got a fair bit of extended family over in Scotland at the moment. Has it been pretty surreal as well? Because obviously you need to try and keep in touch with what's going on with, with your football club and the A-League in general, but you also need to look at what's going on in the, the city that you are, you're situated in at the moment. Yeah, you know, I think um, New South Wales is probably the, the worst affected in Australia sort of at the moment. And um, But Australia, like you said, have got a handle on it. We're starting to move in the right direction, which is important. Uh, I think... Probably they've handled it a lot better than what they have done over in the UK, which is kind of struggling at the bit. We're kind of in lockdown here in my house here. So um, only 
a few visitors every now and then just dropping off food and stuff like that for the family but just have to wait it out and then um, I'll be back in Australia as soon as the A-League's back. What was it like for you, Goody? Was it, was it basically get back to Australia as quick as you can? Because uh, a lot of the borders, especially here in South Australia, they were closed. So you, was it quickly pack your bags and get back? Um, yeah, a little bit. We wanted to leave um, as soon as we could, but we were left in limbo a little bit for waiting for the Saudi League to decide what they were going to do. So it took them about six weeks. We're in lockdown for six weeks. We had a curfew from uh, 6, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then after two weeks, it changed to 24-hour lockdown. Um, so we had to wait. Yeah, it was six weeks. We waited to, to hear if we could leave. And then two days after we uh, were told we could leave, we managed to get a flight thanks to the uh, Australian Embassy in Saudi um, and had to fly to, to London, um, stay overnight there, and then fly back to Doha and then through to Melbourne. Um, so it's been pretty hectic, but... Um, it's a bit more settled now. Obviously, we wanted to get home as, as soon as as soon as we could. Just obviously with the, a long break, and we we don't have to be back uh, until pre-season um, until August. So that's you know three four months away. So for us, it was about being back home with our families. I mean, that's that the we've run out of time now. That's the longest answer ever. <laughs> <laughs> so are you talking private jet, Goody, or you had to go commercial with other people? No, I went commercial. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, serious question. For, for a lot of people, they think quarantine for 14 days in a nice hotel room is heaven. But is it driving you crazy? Like for people who follow you on your socials, mate, I'm sure it's not the most enjoyable time after a while. No, it's, it's not. It's not fun, to be fair. It's, it's very boring. We're in a, we're in a room um, with basically it's just a small hotel room, fits a bed, no windows no no anything our food we get a knock on our door for breakfast lunch and dinner and you get like a small bowl of cereal and a piece of fruit and then same same for like dinner just a small small meal um, we've been able to go outside for a walk once um, so that that was for like 15 minutes yeah it's, it's pretty boring but we're doing okay and there's only a few days left uh, all right, Jimmy, I want to ask you first, what are you watching on things like uh, Netflix and Disney Plus? Because everyone's in lockdown at the moment. I'm smashing out Money Heist at the moment on Netflix, which I really like. What about you, mate? What are you watching? Yeah, I just, I just finished uh, Money Heist. I'm actually watching one Dill recommended to me a while ago called Power. Oh, Power's great. Um, I'm it's really good. Yeah. So I'm in season four. It's maybe five years, Jared, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> busy man. I'm a busy man. But um, no, I'm thoroughly, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. But yeah, Money, money Heist, I've seen. Ozark's next on the list, the third yep. season. So. Yeah, they're really good. What about you, Dylan? Working my way through Money Heist now, just on the fourth season. So getting through that. But with a, an almost two-year-old running about, I get maybe a couple of episodes here and there, and then that's it. So I know. We, we yeah. will get to kid life in a second. Craig, what are you watching, mate? I uh, just started Dexter. I think I'm a bit behind with starting it, but yeah, it seems this is good. great. Really good, apart from the ending, which is the worst thing you will ever see on television. So stick with it, though. I it's think really I good. think I've heard you go on about this, Jared. Now, Dexter, there not a tweet about this somewhere? Yeah, yeah, Dexter's really, really good, but the ending's a bit. Uh, I was tweeting. 
No, no, that's it. Now, boys, all right, first of all, let's talk about dad life and engaged life and all this stuff, because when you arrived at the club, it was full on, you know? Jimmy, you were this beautiful little blonde-haired boy, Dylan. Sometimes we couldn't find Jordan Elsie because he was so far up your backside. And Goody, you just arrived <laughs> from Newcastle and Melbourne Heart and talking about working at KFC. Now, you boys have all been part of Socceroos camps. Um, Jimmy, you got a kid. Dylan, you got a kid. Goody, you're engaged. What's happening? You're all old now. Is how quickly does life change like that? Um, no, yeah. You No, I was just, I was just going to say when you, uh, when you said young guns, me and Dill sort of looked at each other like, poor. They, they were the days, but <laughs> no, it's been, it's, it's been good. But I think, like, obviously, Dill, Dill was the first, first to have a boy, and, and obviously seeing. And I, that was just after we left Adelaide and we were still in contact and stuff. And obviously we've got a little one now and I think that's where quarantine's been really good. She's, she's four months um, and just to spend that time and sort of spend the time with the family. But yeah, things have, things have definitely changed. Yeah, same with you, Dylan, because, mate, it's, it's a different life when you're probably one of the younger boys at a football club and you see all the older boys with kids going, oh, sucked in, that's never going to be me. And next minute, there you are, dad, dad McGowan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It certainly changes. I think um, it probably helps you with perspective on things and um, helps you with football a little bit as well. You got to be a bit more organised in terms of getting your rest and and making sure you're prepared for games. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I think my son's probably been at more clubs than most footballers at the moment with the career I've had. The last <laughs> what about you, Goody? When are you going to start having kids, mate? Because um, you know what? You, you came over to Adelaide and you came home and now you're all loved up and are we all invited to the wedding? What's going on? Um, are you engaged? Yeah, pro probably another couple of years before kids. Yeah, I'm engaged. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. There you go, good um, Yeah, but no, it's been, it's been good. Obviously, being in um, being in Saudi, it's it's a very challenging uh, lifestyle. Um, so it's been great having Caitlin there, and and um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier um, for me. Um, and obviously, it's a big challenge um, for her as well. But yeah, we're doing well and just um, enjoying it as much as we can. Uh, I wanted to ask about living overseas before we get to a memory from Adelaide United, because obviously all of you boys are playing or have played overseas before. And it's not as simple as you get the call up overseas and it's bang, starting 11, it's consistent football, things change so quickly. So for some of the, the young Adelaide United fans watching, I'll start with you, Dill. It's, it's, it's definitely a full-on experience and it, it challenged you mentally and also really tested you. Yeah, yeah, I've sort of had indifferent, I think is the best way to describe it, experiences overseas. You know, I had a, a good one when I was younger. Um, I was away at 16 and um, come back to Adelaide at 22, having played a lot of first-team football and, and really enjoyed it. And then, obviously, at the end of my time at Adelaide, I, I went to Portugal and just immediately signed up for the bomb squad there, which was, which was <laughs> difficult. I was basically the furthest thing from a starting 11 player and then, had a had a good time and career, and then a similar thing in Denmark. So I'm back enjoying um, at least playing regularly in the A League, and um, yeah, hopefully that can continue for the rest of the career. And quite similar for you, Jimmy. I mean, you you left Adelaide United at a time a couple of months later. The the, the club won the Premiership and the Championship, and we're talking to our uh, Aware Mobile about this the other day, and like it's a 
you've got to take these opportunities, but you leave a club going through a lot of success and then you're put through lots of tests as well where you, your position's not always guaranteed. Coincidence? Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was, that was exactly that. I mean, when I went over for the six, first six months, I never played. And I was watching Morky banging goals every week and these boys were in the league and I was thinking, I've had an absolute stinker here. But, um, but yeah, I think it was, it was one of those things that that was something I really wanted to do at that time in my career. Um, and it, and it, was a, it was a tough decision. Like I said, the first six months were sort of tough. But I think, I think it, it, it's paid off since then. And I think all the boys will attest to the fact that going overseas is def definitely a real challenge and moving club anyway is always a big risk. But to sort of make that jump to a complete different culture, there's different things asked of you. Leagues are completely different, whether it's tactically and, and sort of all those type of things. So I think it's, it's, it's a really big test. And, and yeah, I mean, it's something that we've all experienced and something that we all wanted to do. And um, I think you come out the other side a better player and a better person for it. But it's, it's definitely a, a tough jump. Yeah, as you said as well, Goody, I mean, you didn't just have to move your life over there. Your fiancé as well goes overseas to a, a culture which is so foreign to the way we live here in Australia. So I'm sure that that doesn't just test you uh, as a footballer, but as a couple as well, you need to, to learn together. And it's, a, it's, it's pretty demanding for you, your family in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, the I think the good thing is that the rules have changed uh, quite a lot in Saudi and they're a lot more relaxed and lenient. Um, so, you know, you talk things like in the last two years, uh, women, women are allowed to drive, they're allowed to come to games. Um, they've recently introduced um, people are allowed to visit there um, as a tourist. Um, without having, uh, you know, obviously being sponsored for permission. So they've lean, leaned up on a lot of things, but it is very challenging, um, like I said before. But, you know, it's also a, a, a nice eye-opener as well to, to learn a different culture, to see how um, different parts of the world live. Uh, Dylan's just gone. So, Dylan, um, I don't know if, are you still oh, there, right? Mate, what do you no. miss about Adelaide the most? We saw you, um, uh, well, when the A-League was still going over, come over and play for the Wanderers. But um, we know you love South Australia. Um, I'm sure it's great to have um, your brother Ryan in the league as well. But uh, I'm asking everybody on here, not just what they uh, miss about the club, but Adelaide the city in general. No, yeah, obviously it's home for me. It's home for me and Goody. And we come through South Australian football. Um, from sort of local Elizabethan districts into federation and then uh, all the way up eventually to, to Adelaide United. And, you know, I think that's what made that uh, championship winning season so special for guys like me and him was, you know, it wasn't the fact that there was 50,000 people in the stand. It was 50,000 people that, you know, travelled a similar journey as us, you know, through football and, um, you know, the fact that we got to win it in front of them and, and that season was so special is uh, something that probably stay with us for a long, long time. Uh, talking about Socceroos representation, uh, Jimmy, I've been fortunate to be a couple of the games that you have played for the Socceroos. I mean, that, that's been such a, a quick transformation as well for all of you boys to be a part of Socceroos camps. And it's great to see lots of young players getting opportunities and holding their spots as well. So do you have a particular moment wearing the green and gold, which stood out for you? Um... I mean, obviously, obviously, your debut is always, always really special. Um, my, mine was quite a long time coming, I think. Uh, I don't think anyone's, anyone's been in as many camps and not made an appearance. You know, Joe, because you saw me sit, sitting in the stands half the time. Yeah. But, um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I think obviously your debut is always a, a really special occasion. But I think for me, sort of the first qualifier where you start, where it's sort of a competitive game, it, it really means something for me was probably my, my biggest moment and, and the one I really enjoyed the most. Goody, just wanted to wrap things up talking about yourself, mate, because you, you came back to, to Adelaide once SAS left and um, took, I'm not sure whether it's the same amount or less than you have taken to leave the club, but you came back and you started with a bang once again. And uh, we're talking FFA Cups, Mark Viduka medals and things like that. And you needed to follow your the, the opportunity that was presented to you. But we know that you bought a house back here in South Australia. So is that something that you look forward to when you go, you know what, there's one day I'd like to wear the Adelaide United shirt again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, look, I'm obviously I'm an Adelaide boy. Um, and I think some of the most enjoyable uh, parts of my career obviously come with Adelaide. So, you know, I think that there is the possibility of, of playing for Adelaide again sometime in the future. Obviously for now, it's, it's about, I think, trying to set myself up um, at the moment, and then you know later on we'll see what happens. Okay, last you question. Have left three times, would you? What was that? Sorry, say again. Three times, would you? <laughs> you can't leave Adelaide twice and then still be welcome back, surely. Would you have him back? So I'm sure I could try and do it. No, nah, we'd, we'd have him back. De we'd have all of you boys back, definitely. You guys are all representatives of a brilliant time at the club and we're hoping to build uh, towards something like that again. Now, finally, Jimmy and Dylan, dad advice for Goody when he and his fiancée decide to um, get pregnant. What's the, what's the one bit of advice that you can give as a father? Because I've got a, how old, she's three and a half and I'm still just guessing with what I'm doing, so... Um, she came up to me the other day and said, ha ha, daddy, you've got a willy. That's funny. Well, thanks, you jerk. <laughs> so, um, Jimmy, what's your dad advice? Well, if he has a girl, don't let, it, let her anywhere near Dill's son because he's already got eyes on my, my little girl. So that's what, Goody, if you have a girl, <laughs> stay far away from Jacob. Far uh, away. What do you got, Dylan? <laughs> an unfair representation of my son there. I think um, <laughs> he's just the... He's just got a flirtatious personality. <laughs> no, he's always giving <laughs> his daughter videos and stuff. But um, no, I think uh, just patience. You know, that's all you can do. And, you know, us being relatively young still, he's got plenty of time on his side. So take it easy. <laughs> yeah. <there you laughs> plenty of time on his side. You like <laughs> all that advice there, Goody? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, uh, great. No, he seems really excited. Take it about on board. It. All right, boys, thank <laughs> you very day. much. Um, look, we know you've taken time out to do this um, and it's a way that Adelaide United can reconnect and continue talking to their fans. You are all a part of Adelaide United's history. We know, Jimmy, unfortunately, you're a couple of minutes short from wearing that medallion um, on the grand final night, but you were a part of that campaign, mate, and you're all uh, very important players. Hopefully, we see you all back in South Australia. Take care of your families, dad life, married life, goody. Can't wait for you to get out of that hotel. I'm sure you are. You could probably buy the hotel, but that's totally fine. Uh, boys, <laughs> thank you very much for your time on the pitch at home and uh, look after yourselves, all right? Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jared. Cheers, Jared. Thanks, guys. Thank you.